Welcome, listeners, to www.ironradio.org, the website and podcast for all things strength sports and sports nutrition. With your hosts, Lonnie Lowry. Remember, Phil is like a gnarled old oak tree held together with scar tissue and bone spurs. Rob Fortney. And I'm telling you, the pain that I would suffer was beyond excruciating. And Phil Stevens. Do it, Rob. You'll kill all those nerves. Thanks for listening. Welcome, IronRadio.org listeners. This is Lonnie Lowry. I am an exercise physiologist and a nutritionist, and I'm a bodybuilder. And this is Phil Stevens. I'm a powerlifter, strength coach, run Strength Guild, and Lift for Hope. Um, I just wanted to make a quick note. Strength and Muscle Sport News. Um, this is Iron Radio specific news, but uh, all of the holiday thank you gifts have been sent. So. I appreciate everyone who supports the show very much. You're sort of a keystone of the Iron Brotherhood. And, uh, yeah, last ones went out. So we had books, we had, books, we had you know, protein bars and things like that. Yeah, so I guess that, that means we met our goal. So they just, the last ones just went out. So Good deal. A lot of running and forth through the post office because, of course, it's not <laughs> Rob or Phil or I. It doesn't get done. So. Yeah. Um, give, a, give a shout out to uh, Brian and Jen Lilly from the. Uh, they're Iron Radio listeners. They came and visited me on on Christmas Eve, wow. and uh, got some coaching. So it was a good time. They came in for a few hours, and uh, Brian was getting some work done on his squat and bench, and just programming questions and stuff like that. We worked for a few hours, so okay. made the drive up from Branson, Missouri, to see me. So how far? It's good times. Familiar with the how far with the breadbasket states? Yeah, uh, about five hours. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, so right around there. So. Right on. Sometimes the best approach is just to get a little bit of hands-on and eyes-on. Yeah. So I think they're going to come up and try and make it in the next few months for a train with, with us on a Saturday. So. Yeah, when I come out in the spring, I'm going to have you help me with my bench. No, that sounds good. Never bench for strength. You know, I, I think if, if I can come to you benching 315, maybe get me up to, you know, my all-time best was, I think, 340. And I know nice. that's the right home about, but... That was back in the days when I was a bit younger and, and larger. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so it was like real reclamation of power for me. Yeah. We should talk about that a little bit in the spring. We haven't officially announced anything, but me and Lonnie, we kind of have a date set. And uh going to do a weekend uh, camp type thing for, I don't know, six or eight people, I think is what we're thinking. Yeah, real limited group will uh, almost serve as a seed to whether or not we expand on this in the future. You know, have everybody come in on like a Friday evening and then we'll, you know, kind of do a meet and greet Friday and then train and eat Saturday and train and eat Sunday and, you know, stuff like that. Have some, we can all sit around a campfire and talk shop and, you know, Lonnie can talk to us about various nutritional aspects and whatnot. If I I don't impress you with my lifts, I will with my eating. There you go. Yep. When I would work with like NCAA D1 football teams. Those guys eat like birds, you know. Uh, Dr. Lowry comes in, old Dr. Lowry, and I'm, I'm eating three times what those what the bigger guys are eating, and they're like, "Oh my God!" I'm like, you know, you don't know what it takes at the table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, gym talk. Let's just talk about this real quick. Normally, uh, before we hit record, everybody, I don't usually have a, a ton to discuss. I'm sort of this past several months, I've just been. Trying to maintain uh, a core amount of um, ability, uh, different abilities. But uh, yesterday in the gym, 
after talking to Nick Bird and everything, I thought, you know what? I took a week off for Christmas. I need to get myself in condition. You know, you could call it strength endurance. You can call it muscular endurance or whatever, or even a little bit of cardiovascular. So I actually thought, well, I'll kick up protein synthesis like Nick Bird talked about, Dr. Bird, with the uh, 20 rep sets. But here's what happened. I, I did multiple uh, supersets. I, I do 20 rep sets with just quad extensions and then follow it up with supersetted with leg curls, uh, hamstring curls. And then I would do it again and then a third time. And my legs got so pumped. I mean, I, I set a tape measure. <laughs> it oh, was yeah. ridiculous because I never do those movements. Yeah. You know? um, but he was talking about how they may be especially uh, geared toward higher rep sets because there's a certain amount of occlusion of the blood flow, you know, as you're doing it and a lot gotcha. of burning. And yeah. So anyway, I'm like, but I needed to get whole body training. So after I did that, uh, and normally I never try to do upper body work after I do leg work because if once I get a pump in my big legs because I'm bottom heavy, I'll never get anything going on in my upper body. But anyway, so then I did uh, three sets. Uh, I just grabbed some 65-pound dumbbells and did incline sets of 20s mm-hmm. uh, for my chest. Um, and then I'm starting to think, wow, that you know that's taking a toll on me. I'm just not used to this. And I'm like, should I do back? You know, I'm like, well, I'm here to do everything. So I went over and I did a couple of sets of uh, just seated pulley rows. You know, just like 150-pound sets of 20s. And... Um, Damn. <laughs> I, I got out to the car. And I don't know if it's it's a fact that I'm deconditioned mm-hmm. or that I have, you know, a substantial amount of muscle mass, I guess, compared to the average guy. And you can't get pumps in that many different areas of your body and not lose blood volume. I've yeah. actually seen uh, data that you can get 20% reductions in blood volume as a combination of squatting and getting, a, uh, you know, the hyperemia in your legs and then heat. Uh, well, I wasn't dehydrated, but... I got out to the car and um, I almost passed out. Wow. I, I couldn't focus. I was really nauseous. I mean, like really fighting it back. And the only reason I didn't open the door of my car and just lean out and hurl was I, I had just drank a whole lot of pre and mid workout stuff and I wasn't going <laughs> to lose the nutrients. <laughs> so I leaned back the car seat. I had the phone. I'm like, why am I so nauseous? You know, I'm real pale and, and mm-hmm. clammy and. And I'm like, this has just got to be a massive blood volume response. But just in case I'm having a heart attack, I'm going to put my wife on speed dial. Nice. Uh, just crazy. But anyway, I have not been nauseous or on the verge of passing out in the gym for as long as I can remember. I think I was yeah. in my early 20s last time I felt that. I mean, nice. um, I mean to such an extent. So I'm just going to throw out a, a, a warning. If you're uh, deconditioned or if you have a fair amount of muscle mass and you're not used to doing this, I would do the high rep sets as part of a, a body part specific workout, like what gotcha. what Nick Bird said. You know, do your squats, do your bread and butter movement, then wind up with some repping out. But repping out across your whole body, like I did, I don't know. Maybe not a good idea. Maybe not. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a wuss, but I can't tell yeah. you how nauseous I was, man. Wow. That's what. Uh, it's interesting you say that because me and uh, my training partner, we both. We're just kind of, so we're doing our main move, and we decided we're just going to really look at assistance work as assistance work and just truck through it and, you know, short rest, so I'll go, he'll go, I'll go, he'll go. And we were doing stiff-legged deadlifts after polling the other day, and we just, all we did was put 185 on the board. And um, we'd go up and hit, like I said, a 15 or 20 or whatnot and then let the other person go. And uh, we, we each did four sets, I think it was, and then after we're like, we're so... I guess deconditioned to that kind of training, but also 
you know, to the higher reps and the shorter rest. And we both were like looking at each other like we were going to puke. Yeah. Um, and it was like, you know, dude, it's only 185. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, yeah, it was amazing the amount of, and my back was just locked up. My hamstrings were on fire. And, um, I just no, don't get me wrong. I think um, I need that sort of joint and soft tissue conditioning that high rep stuff will do in movements yeah. that I'm not used to. Because yeah. um, otherwise, I, I just get so specific. I start getting stiff and whatnot. And, yeah. But anyway, yeah, 25 minutes. I was in the car. I, I tried to focus on my uh, workout manual because that's normally what I do. I get my little cash book and fill out the, you know, what I just did as I try to cool my jets. But I. I couldn't even do that. I was too nauseous and too, and too faint. And so I just, I'm like, I'm just going to have to watch the clock and let 20, 25, you know, as a physiologist, I'm like, listen, within a half an hour, if it is just, if it is just massive blood volume changes or hyperemia or whatever, it'll go. Yeah. Uh, so I just had to wait it out and it did in fact go enough that I could drive home. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, just crazy. And I just haven't had, a, you know, like something that dramatic happen in the gym for ages because I normally, what do I do? I go in, I do sets of five, maybe sets yeah. of eight. I do body part specific, so it's chest, 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 and then, you know, or chest and arms, whatever, and then leave, yeah. or legs, or back and shoulders. But it's, it's divided up because of my bodybuilding roots, you know? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. No, I hear you. And I, I've been doing the same. I'm doing a lot more of that stuff in my upper body because I still, I'm dealing with the shoulder issue. Sorry, I was opening my can of energy drink here. Um, and, you know, just getting used to that, doing higher rep stuff. I'm just doing, like, some band pushdowns and crap like that in higher rep. And it's amazing how sore I'm getting from it. But Yeah, I'm actually I, – uh-huh. I thought, should I go into workout today? After what I went through yesterday and the fact that, you know, my chest is actually a little sore, I thought, well, maybe I better not. Mm-hmm. You know, just uh, – just you know, you got to think about your central nervous system. And I think bodybuilders ignore that more than powerlifters. That yeah, you know, they think tissue. At least I always did, like tissue specific. Get get yeah. that muscle nice and trashed, and not think about you know if you put your central nervous system through something mm. that dramatic, maybe you better chill for a day. Yeah, you know, yeah. just to kind of reset the from a, almost a central nervous system perspective. Yeah, for sure. So, no, and training wise, yeah, it's going good for me. Just kicked into my new program, and it's. A nine-month deal, so. Oh wow, that's not many people do that, but yeah, nine months. I'm giving myself nine months to hit hit my goals. So. Now is this is this nine months to the 800 pull? Or, I mean. Well, nine months to nine months from now, I want to pull 725 for three, which I know if I can do that, I can hit 800. Okay. So, and it just gives me a more manageable number. So I have one stop on the way up there. It's hitting. Um, about the halfway point, I, I'm going to go for 725, which and just kill it. I, I don't want to hit it hard. I want to hit, hit it easy, which I was probably good for 725 plus in the last meet, so that shouldn't be a problem. Um, and uh, then it's going back, you know, punch the clock back again and hit 725 for three. And uh, so it's just one of those numbers in my head that I know if I can do this, I can do that. Right. Type yeah. of thing. Big weight. So yeah, and then it's also. The 700 squat, so is on that list too. Um, yeah, and then you know, yeah, it's going well. And my wife, she's kicked back into a solid uh, training for Olympic lifting, so we're on week two of that. And she already matched her clean best um, at a lower body weight. So then the rest of my lifters here, they're getting ready. We're having a charity competition in two weeks. Yeah, charity competition in two weeks. They're all getting ready for that. So. Now, how does charity work in with it? Uh, we had two police officers that were shot and killed here. 
Um, and oh, this is you, you mentioned this on our Facebook. Yeah, page. it's on our Facebook page, yeah. and we were going to do. I had already had a planned day, where usually it's every three or four months. My lifters will 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 punch the clock and train hard for three or four months, and then we have a test day or a meet. It was planned to be a test day for them already, okay. and then that happened. So I was like, well, let's just open it up to everybody, and we'll turn it into a meet, and you know, it's for charity. So we just turned it into that. So it's kind of their test, and we, so we're just gonna we were gonna run it as a meet anyways. So I just opened it up to whoever wants to come. So now, so do you judge the lifts or? Yeah, I'll be I'll be I'll be judging on this one, me and then two other people. Okay. So because I was wondering so, how possible this would be if I could get a couple of guys from my local gym. Like next time you do a charity event, huh? If you were to be able to do this, like uh, if I set my phone. You know, next to the bench, so you get a decent view. Oh, and we can participate, like teleparticipate. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, one of the last ones I did, and that's what people have been talking to me about, because I did one where we we had a competition here, and then my buddy John Giggins threw one at the same time in Australia, and then we compared results. Oh yeah. So, and then I've had more questions about that, and getting getting stuff like that going on in, in multiple locations across the world. Now. Because the gym owner there, Pep, is very experienced, you know, with powerlifting. I could have him look at me, too. Mm -hmm. just I would want someone to say, you know, sort of what we were hearing uh, a few weeks ago about not gray area. You know, the yeah. lift was not gray. Clearly, yeah. without a shadow of a doubt, that was that was a good lift. No, and there's going to be a lot. I've got, oh, again, we kind of hinted about it a couple weeks ago, but... There's there's going to be something large coming out in the next on January first. I'll just say it um, that has a lot to do with lifting and uh, that non gray area type of lifting. So oh, I but, know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm putting the final pieces to the puzzle together. I've got several phone calls to make here and, oh, that's and talking to people. And yeah, it's so it, it's set to launch on the first. So you'll you'll see that. You know, coming. since I'm going to be training heavier in the spring, that might just draw me out. I've got a bucket list. Um, thing that I want to do, and I'm going to have to bite my lip because I don't want to spill any beans. But yeah, um, so yeah, getting involved in something like that um, is sort of a bucket list thing for me. Yeah, you know? even if it, it even if it's just for a single time. Yeah, so maybe that'll draw me out. You know? There you go. So, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to be I'm not going to be setting any uh, world records. But. That's okay. But not many people are. That's why they're world records. Well, there you go. It's, well, and you know what? Let's face it. I mean, my whole life I've been a bodybuilder, so all yeah. I want to do is just be able to, you know, have uh, be able to say I, I did it. Like I said, like a bucket list thing. So anyway, um, for sure. Let's go ahead and well, let's take a quick break. Uh, yeah. When we get back, we're going to deal with today's topic, which is a, a little bit nebulous, admittedly, but we're going to talk about let's just say internet sites and forums. Are they worth your time? Um, and there's some background story to this that we'll explain, so we'll be back in just a minute. Hi, this is Dr. Lonnie Lowry, and on behalf of Phil and Rob, I'd just like to let listeners know that if you love us or you hate us, we'd like you to leave a comment or perhaps vote for us on iTunes. It helps us out quite a bit on the popularity side of things. Uh, you can also follow... Uh, Dr. Lowry, me, on Twitter. Uh, it's Lawnman7 on Twitter if you want to do that. We also have a Facebook page, the Iron Radio uh, listeners page. So uh, whether it's leaving a comment or voting for us or following us on Twitter or Facebook, 
uh, that would be fantastic. Also, uh, occasionally Rob or myself will write an article for another website, and Phil will as well. So lots of ways to um, interact, uh, follow us in other media, and vote for us and uh, keep things going strong on Iron Radio. Thanks. Hello, Iron Radio listeners. This is Dr. Lowry. I just want to offer an update on the Protein and Resistance exercise book that you hear about in ads at the end of the show. The publisher and I realize that the textbooks have become expensive. This one's $99. So individual electronic chapters have been made available for $20. US As with Iron Radio, my primary drive here is to get valid, reliable information into the hands of fellow lifters. So if you simply Google CRC Press Protein, you'll find the page where the book is sold. By clicking on ebook purchase at the right, you'll be taken to a page with free introductory parts of the book, as well as each chapter in electronic PDF format. There's also links uh, to other sources in this version. So whether you're interested in an academic heavy hitter like Dr. Peter Lemon sharing protein's history and strength training, or you're a biochem nerd like me and you want to just look at chapter 2 on protein synthesis and breakdown, or if you want to cut to the chase and get to a chapter on using protein weight control or case studies, you can now do so for just 20 bucks. So please check out CRC Press Protein and see which chapter topic may interest you. Thanks. Weekly Fix of Iron Radio. In addition to being a popular institute on iTunes, we are also on email. Simply go to www.ironradio.org and sign up for the voluntary email. You'll get a once per week email, no more, that's little more than the show notes and a link to the audio. So go for it. Welcome back, everybody. It's Lonnie and Phil. And today's topic is Internet sites and forums, are they worth your time? Uh, the backstory to this is basically thus. Um, there, were, there was a comment, sort of, well, multiple comments on our Facebook listeners page back and forth about when is criticism funny versus actually damaging to a community. I guess you could say it that way. Um, and for the record, you've probably heard me say this before, but just like the podcast, I think our Facebook page should probably have similar policies like no hate and intellectual civility. An old mentor of mine, he said, basically, if you have a certain amount of civility toward each other, you can poke fun at each other. You just have mutual respect, right? Because we're all such a gross minority um, and most people have no idea you know about what we do then nitpicking is sort of ridiculous like i think there was some comments about there was one guy they a picture on there the dude had no legs you know he looked like he was very lean and muscular up top and then you know it sort of came up like oh he probably gets lots of chicks or something but then you know he's not a real man he has no lower body now admittedly i'm lower body biased and i think you're going to hear some of that out of phil and rob and i all of us posterior chain lower body you know as opposed to um, t-shirt muscles, let's say biceps and pecs. Not that we don't like those things, but in my estimation, we're just offering a little bit of balance because most of the world is so biceps and pecs. Yeah. Why not? You know, I think over time you get a little bit bored with that, frankly, and you just look for other things, you know, or uh, strive for balance or whatever. Yeah. Uh, 
But anyway, I think if you don't have the no hate policy and that intellectual civility policy, and again, that's not my term, um, you end up with just a quagmire of senseless profanity and even pro, you know, pornography mm-hmm. on any internet forum. And that's what led me to this, um, this background story. The next thing I saw was, and I know Rob would probably have some comments about YouTube, but, uh, I was looking at a little bit of pre-workout video on YouTube. And I thought, you know, let's go look at some Platt's stuff. You know, I, I always like the Golden Eagle. I'm going to go look at some of his stuff. And it's the the scene of him on the Mr. Olympia stage in 1980 posing to Christopher Cross. And, you know, the first comment that I see is this this young guy says, you know, no let's. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, but look at his legs, you know, and yeah. don't get me wrong. People underestimate Platts' upper body. He was yeah. thick. Um, so I'm just thinking, you know, what the hell is going on? No lats. I mean, it's yeah. like um, I was quoting Churchill to you in Fortress the other day, but it's, you know, what, what do you say? Uh, criticism is easy. Achievement is difficult. Yeah. It's so easy to look at a picture. I'm like, that guy is on the Mr. Olympia stage, right? That At the time... It was uh, a little bit more formal in some ways, it reserved for people who are already Mr. Universes. Okay, mm-hmm. so don't you know? Don't pass judgment like that because, dude, yeah. you probably weigh you know two hundred pounds soaking wet, yeah, um, or less. Um, wow. So now, at the same time, you you don't want to start a war between uh, the roots of something like bodybuilding or powerlifting and the the present day because that's going to leave you leave you with no future anyway. So, you know what I mean? So I don't want to sound like the old guy complaining. I, I, I know people have made those sort of comments before. So, again, trying to keep it positive, you can make a criticism of different physiques, sure. But, you know, just that kind of smug way. And it, it really got this – all this stuff got me thinking in addition to one of the guests we're going to have on the show in coming weeks who is sort of a muscle marketer um, of a popular website is what kind of junk is, in fact, out there? And – I mean, God, you go to YouTube, for example, and that's every time there's a, a bodybuilder on there or a, somebody doing a feat of strength, the first thing you see over and over, steroids, oh, steroids. It's like, oh, God. Or can he's we, fat. Yeah, fat, <laughs> steroids. You know, it's like, can we get past that, please? You know? Uh, so, yeah. anyway, that's what I just thought we could have a little discussion about some of this. You know, like, where do you go? What are some things that maybe people don't think about when they read, uh, let's say, a muscle forum or a website? And I really like this behind-the-scenes kind of thing because Phil and I both work behind the scenes when it comes to writing articles and working forums. And Phil's worked forums more than I have, I think, as a moderator. Um, so we're just going to sort of do a consumer advocacy, advocacy kind of thing. And how about if you start, Phil, by just saying – you know, what have you seen? What are some things that people might not realize when they look at arguments on a forum, um, you know, or they go to a forum for information? Um, yeah, I mean, I, geez, there's so much. Um, I, especially if it's, say, a moderated forum. If, if you – people don't realize that any, any controversy or any attention's good attention is one of those things. And – um, if you're on a forum and you know it's moderated and there's a lot of it, like oh, argument going on, this and that, people going both ways, it could be a good chance that it's, they wanted that to happen. <laughs> Meaning that I've seen it more than once that uh, you know people will come on and have multiple I- IDs 
and they'll, they'll purposely go on and start start an argument with themselves. Uh, with themselves. <laughs> um, and what they'll they'll do that to get you know the rest of the forum worked up and backing them up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, Ultimately, they, to get the article that they just yeah. wrote, for example, or the statement they made, attention. Yes. Let's say John Jones writes an article, and then John Jones comes up and posts on his own article as Chris Smith, and he posts something against it. He's doing it on purpose to get everybody else on the forum to back him up, say, oh, don't you talk about John Jones that way, this is blah, 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 and start this big conversation about his piece. Right. They know people like to jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. So it it gets people, and then then they feel like a big part of it. So things like that. And then spammers galore, of course, and and that can be knocked out some. Um, You know, that's I I run a small forum, and really it's just people... That are clients of mine and friends of mine, and we all have we all basically post training logs there and stuff like that and information to each other, and we have zero spammers. That's because we, you know, got together from the start and said, hey, let's just make it five dollars a month. Okay, so let's let's and, give that offer that as a tip. I think to listeners is if you go to somewhere that I hate to say that it's paid to use, but if it's a small yeah. group, let's say, as opposed to yeah. an open public forum, yeah, you're likely to get a manageable group of human beings there. Yes, you are. Right. And, you know, I mean, what the paid thing does, though, is it, it stops spammers altogether. So, you know, we each throw in five bucks a month, and that keeps the thing going. You know, it pays for itself. It pays for the, the Internet site and, you know, all that crap, you know, buying the URL and everything else. Um, and no spammer is going to pay five bucks to come on and post their link. Um, yep. You know, another thing to look for is just people, if they just, you'll know a spammer, a troll is what they call them. From the, if, if all they do is talk down to everybody. Consistently, if you go look at their posts, and that's all they do. It's not even worth listening to them. Yeah, you know, I think you know, that they're doing that back, on purpose. That's back to what you said about the anonymous nature. You know, the yeah. anonymity of all this. Not only could you argue with yourself as if you're different people, or even three, four, five different people, but yeah. it, it's the same thing with that, right? That when you're anonymous, you could be a troll, and you're making oh, exactly. an asinine comment for one reason only to yeah. get attention. Exactly, and that's. I mean, I don't really. I don't, if I'm on a forum, which I, I just don't go on them anymore, um, aside from my own, if, if I'm on a forum and your name is Lifter7962, it's a lot less likely I'm going to trust you than if you just have the, why not put your real name in? You know, and I've always been that way. I just put my name up. And yeah, then, I hey, whatever I say, it's going to come back on me. <laughs> you know? Right. So it, it you know, it, it comes right back on you. So, I mean, there's no, there's no reason, I don't think, to have... To Actually, have Phil, I, I, when, once I posted on a, a major internet forum, and I won't mention it, but one of the comments that I got early on was so clearly inflammatory and, and troll-like, I'm almost positive the owners of this publication were testing me to see, you know, does Lonnie get dragged down into this quagmire? You know, does he yeah. start to, oh, F you, mister, you know, oh, yeah. I got degrees you don't, or whatever, yeah. and... In, as opposed to which what I would have done anyway, which is just sort of say, listen, you know, intellectual civility, a little bit more, I don't want to say politically correct, but you know what I mean, balanced, almost the way some politicians talk. That's the way I always dealt with a lot of these trolls. Yeah. You know, and say, listen, as long as you know, respectful critique and criticism, great, it makes us all better. Yep. You know, point out a weakness if if there's one here. Yep. But if if there's no respect in this. You know, I'm not going to reply to you. You know, yeah. and but anyway, I I really felt like this anonymous guy who was making these comments. It, they were so asinine, 
it just looked like a test to me yeah. that they were seeing how I would reply to it. And that's what started to get me going about this anonymity thing. And I'll tell you what, I know um, a guy who he's been on the show before and he's read a, a bunch of books on social um, media and that sort of thing. And uh, a lot of these books he's pointing out to me, they have strategies on how you literally have you open five or more, you know, YouTube accounts, five Twitter accounts, five Facebook pages. And then you have these, if you've got time, and I don't know how people have time for all this crap, no. but they comment on each other's all the time. And if you're not very careful, you end up in sort of a loop. And again, the common consumer, muscle consumer, let's say, a fitness enthusiast wouldn't, wouldn't catch whiff of this. Every time you're clicking a link, it looks like you're going to somebody else's page, but you're not. Yeah. You're going to this guy who is literally 15 personas across three different social media pages, you know, mm-hmm. uh, um, outlets. Uh, and you're in this like loop and everything that you do in there helps him with clicks or yeah. retweets or even Ooh, ratings. And, yeah. Uh, so anyway, it's a kind of thing that I, I just don't know if everybody realizes. A lot of people can spot a troll, yeah. but let's face it, it's hard to spot a troll sometimes when he's ripping on you. Even if it's bogus, it, yep. it's your gut reaction to be defensive, I think. And it's, and you know, it's, they always post links and they're consistently to certain places. You know, yeah, it's a, I don't know, yeah, it's a crazy, it's a crazy internet world out there. It's hard to, it makes it hard to trust anybody, really. Well, it does. And the more you you work in, it, and you as a moderator, and, and yeah, oh, yeah. you know, and the and the the background that I have with it is very is similar. In that you start to realize, like it was on the T Nation websites that I started to realize at the time there weren't a lot of nutrition guys going back and forth, so I was sort of immune in a sense. But um, there were a lot of strength coach, like strength gurus, mm-hmm. uh, and like you, I don't care for that word, but that. I think they were trolling each other's articles. If, if it was something yeah. that contradicts their most recent book, yeah. Um, yeah. they're going to get on there and they're going to rip apart an author just because right. they don't want, they can't dare let this book of their competitor succeed because it would, it goes against their tenets of what they're trying to make money with. Yeah. You know, and you start to realize that these aren't real comments from listeners or, or readers or consumers. These are, these are competing strength coaches operating under an anonymous, you know, um, yep. ID tag, and you're like, oh god. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of god. There's a lot of shady stuff that goes on, especially when companies get involved and things like that. It's all. It's uh. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of the people who post in some of these forums, you know, and not just write the articles and create the actual content, but a lot of the the posting that goes on. Uh, and again, this spreads across YouTube, the forum itself of the, of the dot com, whatever it may be. Um, a lot of this stuff is just designed to market something. I mean, why is it valuable? Oh, yeah. If you're going to make peanuts on an article, then what's your interest in spending an afternoon or two or three writing an article? I mean, back in the day, again, this was talking about five to ten years ago, guys like myself or, or Berardi, we'd have 30 references in an article. You know, they're almost mini lit reviews. The purpose yeah. was to create, a, you know, a state of the art. Like, what do we know about this topic right now? Yeah. You know, as opposed to sell something. I never had yeah. any interest. I was actually told once, Lonnie, you got it backwards. You keep offering all this information uh, and you're educating people and you're not selling anything. you got to have a product first. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, or, or... I'm the opposite, and my yeah. intent is not to sell a product. Yeah, 
and actually give information. And, right. And the, the which is, is the product, you know. Which is exactly why this site's here and why we're poor still. But... <laughs> You know what? But no, it's a good thing, though. I mean... If there's a reason, here's another Churchill quote I jotted down. I don't know why I'm on the Churchill kick, because, you know, not everything he said I agreed with. But if you a simple way, you know, if you might say, why Iron Radio? You know, why do you do that? You guys don't make any money. Um, This is not sustainable, whatever. He said, when the eagles are silent, the parrots begin to jabber. Yeah, yeah. there you go. And not that we're so much eagles, but you know, the, I think it's so the people we've had on as guests are certainly eagles. Yeah, it, it gives it gives them a chance so you can hear the eagles above all the parrot jabber. Yeah, and oh, that's exactly true. I mean, and the other thing, you know, while we're on forums, it's the weirdest thing I've never got is that people really they believe that oh, they're doing us a service. They have a forum for us, and that you know, the, the the forum people want you to they want to build this community and want you to be like part of the bandwagon. And feel part of the family, and this and that, and it's not. It, they want you there to buy their stuff. Right. <laughs> Above all, that's no, the it's like walking it's into built. a store, right? Yeah. It's like once you're in a shoe store, the shoe salesman wants you to stay because so long as you're in that door, there is a massively higher percent chance that you're going to purchase yep. something. Yep. And it's the same thing online. So long as you're clicking around and looking at the pretty girls or the yep. or the articles or whatever, you're in the store, and there's a massively higher chance you're going to purchase something than if you weren't in the store. Yes, exactly. And that's why, you know, they all post art. The, it's all there for the reason that hopes you'll buy. You know, they're not just giving it to you because they're nice. <laughs> you know, I mean, right. it's just it's it's not happening. And I'll you tell know. you, in similar terms, I've seen websites where. You'll click a link on Twitter or something. Oh, that's interesting. And it might be like the top ten things of 2012. I don't know, whatever. And then you go to read them, and you get to the bottom of the number one thing, and then it says click here. And then you got to go yeah. to a, another web page and another. They're doing it just so you have to click 12 times. It makes it look yeah. like they have lots of traffic. Yeah. And to me, that's just so self-serving and annoying. And usually there's a pop-up ad. I mean, right now I'm looking at an advertisement on Skype, for Christ's sake, you know, where Fortress usually is. Uh, yeah. Advertising is in every corner of our lives. and They just sort of lead you down the primrose path. You know, they, they don't say, here's the article. They say, here's one-tenth of the article, then click mm-hmm. here for the next and next and next. And like, yeah. God, again, to keep you in the store. Yeah. You know. No, yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't know. And it's, of course, I'm, and I'm not arguing against Everybody has to make a living. It's just you need to realize that. <laughs> it is true, and that's you know. that's a good point, Phil. We got to yeah. be fair. As I've you know matured, I realize you can have a business and still do good. I'm not saying yeah. that's mutually exclusive. Yeah. Um, it's true. We are sort of um, Iron Radio is a, a rare example of there's some reasonably valuable stuff here for free, and it's done for more or less benevolent reasons. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're a coach, I'm a teacher. It's in our nature, I think, to not to want to watch the parrot squawk, mm-hmm. you know, um, and let people just be let no, astray. No, I mean, hell, yeah, I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I've been told numerous times since we opened this, well, why don't I charge more when I'd like to say have somebody come visit for one personal training session? And it's not that I don't feel I'm worth it. It's just I'm, I've worked at and I've seen too many people. They just screw you, you know. They want to milk it for much as much money as they can. You know, it's not that I don't feel my my time's valuable, and the, the years I've spent learning this isn't valuable, but it's that I don't need to, 
I don't need to make a million freaking dollars helping one person. Yeah, you know, Phil, I have, (laughs) eventually I came to the the conclusion that I have a very small handful of nutrition clients because as a licensed nutritionist, I'm not a guru, I'm not full of nonsense. I went to school for this, you know, for a long time. But the point is I have a very small number and I have a sliding scale. So if a local student comes to me and he's desperate, um, I will charge him what I would call a clinical rate, like what I would charge for, uh, you know, um, a, a heart patient or something in a hospital. Yeah. Um, but if I have a, a wealthy client come to me and he wants extended input in this and that, I actually yeah. will charge him more. You know, yeah. I'm not going to slide the scale way down because financially he's not that far down. And you might say, well, that's not very equitable. It's like, well, I, I haven't come up with a better way to do it, yeah. really. Um, I'm not going to charge this local kid $300 for a phone call. Yeah. He, you know, he's not going to get enough from that. Yeah. Uh, plus, it's less involved. But anyway. Um, yeah, exactly. And I mean, but I mean, there are a lot of people in this industry that, sadly, they'll, they'll, they'll milk you for anything they can. And fine on them. It's just, I can't do it. And I mean, I'm, I'm getting old and I believe in karma a little bit, I guess. <laughs> it's, you know. Yeah. And I mean, and you know it because you've been helped. I've met so many people in this industry that, that reached out a hand to me and helped me. Yeah. And it's like I'm going to do the same. And you know, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be able to do that. And it's a, uh, you know, I'm by by no means rich. I'm not you know sitting on a gold mine here, but I'm, I'm doing okay. You know, so it's like I'm here. And I, you know what, Phil? I think it's uh, in some ways it's our independence that bothers some people in the industry. If you're independent and you can stand on your own two feet, then you yeah. have the power to be a little more benevolent and actually yeah. to be that coach, be that teacher, as opposed to always being about a product or a service. Yeah. Um, and again, again, I'm not saying it just because you offer a product or a service, you're bogus. That's that's not what I'm saying. But no. at the same time, um, I think a lot of people who do surf around the web and whatnot – over the over time, you'll come to realize that most, let's say, dietary supplement companies or publications, there's a sugar daddy at the center, yes. and there's sort of a uh, a solar system of yes men around this sugar daddy that are, you know, uh, again with the Churchill thing. But what do you say? Um, an appeaser is someone who feeds the crocodile, hoping he'll be eaten last. Yeah. And that's what these yes men are doing. You know, they have lots of phrases like "I'm just a messenger, don't shoot the messenger." And, yeah. But ultimately, it comes down to a sugar daddy in the center, um, and sometimes an erratic uh, or you know uh, kind of persona. Yeah. And uh, and again, is that a problem? Not always. You, you could talk about Steve Jobs being that way. Yeah. I suppose you know, very like creative genius kind of guy, and the people around him are going to behave a certain way, and and. And that's fine. That's corporate culture, I guess. But it is worth noting as you go to these sites that that's often how they work. You know, that there is a, it's almost about an individual. I mean, I've been involved with, uh, let's see, five different, um, consultancies in my time. Um, very big corporations. And every time there was sort of the, you know, the main guy, either the creative genius or the sugar daddy or whatever you want to call him in the middle. And then there was this orbiting group of, um, you know, sometimes yes men. I have met some good, you know, good quality characters that worked for the creative genius, as it were, who uh, wouldn't become an ass kisser. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's how these play, these kind of work. I mean, in and some of these big publications. I don't just mean you know uh, supplement companies or what have. Yeah. But no, I mean that's, this is the reason why I've pretty much I can't tell you the last time I read an article. From 
an online magazine or stuff like that. I just I just gave up because I, I read lots out of books and, and things like that, you know, published studies, stuff like that. But it's just it's the realization that hey, this stuff is usually here for a reason. Well, you, you know, if it's coming like, rule. Right, the golden rule is that the the marketers cannot affect the editorial content. Yeah. You know, you, you can't have the, the key marketer person handpicking and even requesting very specific kind of articles to yeah. create a buzz around a product. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, and I guess ultimately what we're telling you listeners is that often you're being manipulated. Yeah, I mean, you all are by marketers. I'm sure. I mean, everything you've got on your body right now is a product that was sold to you. Oh yeah. You get the point. Is there's a lot of this in the fitness and, and muscle marketing kind of world. Um, and to me, at least, and Rob was always like this too with, when we were uh, working at paper magazines, is you got to keep the advertising separate from the editorial content. Yeah, um, I agree. Well, on the side, I mean, I've been on the one end of this. I mean, writing for I won't say the magazine. They ended up turning down an article because they just said it was too smart. Oh, we're not looking to educate our people. This is above their education level. Right. Like this is you know because I'm talking lever arms and you know blah blah teaching people how to do lifts. Right. Keep it keep it dumb and keep it you know simple. It's like well I don't want to do that. Right. Especially because <laughs> you, know? you know what you end up with. I was <sighs> talking about a quagmire of profanity and, and pornography. Uh, you get a list of articles and everything that comes out of a given site is. Two weeks to bigger guns. Yeah, you know exactly. Uh, three weeks to uh, you know slabs of muscle and everything. And there's there's not a lot of references like there once uh, was. You know, just a few years ago. It's amazing how the internet's evolved. And we've we've had people on talking about this, of course. But uh, yeah, it's that's. I mean, like one of my latest favorites reads is it's probably just because the last one I read was John Cook's uh, book on powerlifting. Yeah, and he's. You know, I, I love it because he's honest in there. He sets out a plan. He's like, okay, you're a new person here. Here's your two-year plan to go from new to intermediate. Okay, and here's your three-year plan to go from intermediate to hopefully advanced. And so, you know, there's five years right there. You know, it's I'll, not I'll 90 you, days. <laughs> it does take a certain level of brains to appreciate some of this. I mean, I, I don't want to, you know, you hear the average person has like a seventh grade reading level and this and that. and and But, you know... Skepticism doesn't sell, I guess is what I'm saying. Patience doesn't sell. And that's the problem is when you say, well, like the, the protein book, you know, that, uh, that I was editor on this year and put out, it's, it's fairly dry. I know it's a textbook. I get that. Not everybody's going to buy that. But on the cover, if that said, you know, uh, 14 days to shredded abs with a Z, A, B, Z, then, you, you know, it would probably sell like hotcakes. Oh, yeah. And instead, this is like, you know, if you want to know what the science says about protein and how to use it, here's the book. This is the truth, no matter how skeptical or how realistic. It's not 5,000% better gains overnight, you know. Yeah. Um, and Or like you're talking about with the plans that he put forward in that book, they're realistic. They take a long yeah. time. Yeah. They it's take like, here, this is going to take a long time. Yeah. You know. And, yeah. And nobody wants to hear about it, but it's the truth. And, you know, I can admit I didn't want to hear it when I, a long time ago. You know, but now I know it's the truth because I've been at it for 15 years, and I'm still looking to go where I want to go. The same place I was wanting to go 15 years ago. I'm still trying to get there. Well, let's face it. You <laughs> and I lived through enough promises, you know, bogus promises. You start to become a little bit wiser. Yeah. You know, even jaded, perhaps. But yeah. 
that's, I think, why sometimes we do sound like the old farts to, to some of the listeners. It's like, you know, I've, I've gone through this. I'm just trying to point you to the road signs, you know, or the po- signpost along the road. Careful with this one. Yeah. Careful with that one. And that's, because I don't want you to see waste, see you waste money the way I did or time. Yeah. And that's the tough part because then where do the you go? Where do we point you to go? You know, aside from here. And <laughs> yeah, that sounds that, that's tough. But I mean, I mean, I think it's I think there are a number of places that are good. Um, you know, another one I'll put it out there. You know, if and I think I've said it before on the show. If if you're on somebody's news list and they and they're able to send you, you know, four, five, seven emails a week, I just don't trust them. You know, they're not they're not they're not coaching, especially if it's a strength coach. They're not coaching. Yeah. You know, they don't have time to coach. And I'm sorry, I'm, I try to think of myself as a fairly bright individual, but, and, and coach, I could not tell you seven new things a week to do. Right. Because it takes too damn long for me to try the stuff out there to, to think of seven new things every week. Well, if you think about that objectively, <laughs> that is done with one purpose in mind, and that's to stay in your face, to get you back yeah. in the door where you're likely to buy things. They're likely to buy things, exactly. And it's, you know, I mean, I really like, I don't know, me, it's more, I think, uh, like starting strength. Mark Ripto runs it. I think it's great. Yeah, Mark has products. He has his starting strength books. And that's thrown right out there. But that's it. You know, there's no... As long as, like you said, it's not excessive seven times a day, and it's it's transparent. Yeah, it's transparent. Look, I sell this. And you go read the articles on there, there's no links to the products. There's no links. It's just some content from good people out there. And it's like, here, if you want something, buy my book, too. You know, if you want something from me. Right. There's not 700 different products, and you can buy this, and, and I'm affiliate for these 14 people, and you can buy their 14 products. And, you know, I mean, Jim, Jim Wendler cites the same thing. You know, he's, he's more of a blog type thing. But here, I have books and shirts. If you want one, buy Support them. The it's right here on the front. Vote with your wallet a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. But and here's some information. Um, and it's blatant. Actually, it's right up front. It's not hidden. It's not exactly. ten secret links. You I know, was just you're bouncing on, here and there. I was on an academic sort of forum. It's sort of a lay academic hybrid forum from a. Uh, it was a sports nutrition group, and there was this back and forth about, you know, all the the corruption and you know the ulterior motives and articles and everything. I mean, I grew up reading Weeder magazines, and all of the ads degraded into a protein powder ad, yeah. but or all the articles did. But, you know, I learned to take with a grain of salt what I could from it. I learned a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were talking back and forth on the sports nutrition page about, you know, oh, well, you know, that's just how business works, and some researchers are funded by different companies. I'm like, yeah, but you're missing the point. I mean, you, it's almost like they need a class in, in research ethics. Mm-hmm. As long as you're transparent and say, I was funded by this grant, yeah. you know, um, then people can make decisions on on for themselves about the veracity of your data, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, that's what Uh-oh. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And, I mean, you've just – I think there's a lot of good stuff out there. I mean, even YouTube. I, I love YouTube. I mean, I probably watch it more than I do read articles and stuff because there is a lot of good lifting going on. Um, I don't watch ads on there. I'll, I'll go look and, and watch – People that inspire me. Last night I sat down and watched the 1980 World Series of Powerlifting and watched frickin' Kaz open up with like an 850 squat. <laughs> oh, yeah. When he, when he was just starting. And, you know, uh, 
and blew that out of the water. And then that was the one where they, they jinxed him because he hit the first squat and they were like, oh, imagine what this guy can do if he just stays healthy. He's so young. And then he goes for a second squat and tears his quad in half. So they jinxed him talking oh. about injury. But, uh, yeah, it's the same thing. I, and that's right. That's just like when I was a teenager looking at those old Weeder magazines is you, you take what you can. You know, there's still a lot to be good, a lot of good stuff to be had. You just realize, you know, there are certain red flags that pop up like we've been discussing. Yeah. And if, you know, you just ask yourself, you don't have to be completely paranoid, but just be critical minded. Don't be gullible. Don't be credulous and just believe everything you see. Mm-hmm. Realize there are forces at work behind a lot of this stuff. Yeah. And but you, as a as a, a wise and savvy consumer, you can still get a lot of motivation. Like I said, I was watching Plax before I went to the gym. You watch powerlifting. I mean, this is all free stuff that we never had before. Mm-hmm. You know, so it can be good as long as you're not, um, you know. Um, a goober and you walk into this blindsided and you end up manipulated. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not against, you know, hell, I think I've, I don't know when T Nation even started. I don't remember now, but there's a ton of great articles on there. I'm not going to lie. Oh, there's know, a there, there archives, especially yeah. the archives, the older stuff from five years ago and back. Oh my God. You can gain an enormous amount of knowledge. Um, by going on there and reading. And you know, but, Phil, I think, I think the, a key question, here's another tip for listeners before we wrap up here, is, you know, is this person, are they sharing evidence? Can they actually, you know, reference what they're saying? Mm-hmm. Um, or are they spewing opinion like it's fact? Because I've known a lot of strength coaches, uh, and nutrition gurus, they'll write a book and they'll believe their own spiel. And I'm like, dude, that's your opinion. Yeah. And, you know, in science, we have a much higher standard. I always tell my students, like grad students, you know, always be completely hard on yourself and point out when you can demonstrate something versus when you speculate. Yeah. And when I was asked to speculate on something, I would write an article and say, this is speculation, but here's what I think, you know, as opposed to here is what is true. Um. So a lot of these people always ask yourself, is this demonstration of a fact or is this speculation? Yeah. Because a lot of these um, gurus, they do spew their own opinion. They believe that because they're an expert, however they define that, that their opinion is actual fact. That's not the way the world works. Facts yeah. are stubborn. They remain true whether or not you believe in them. You know, oh, yeah. and that's what these guys don't grasp. So they start to spew stuff. And like you said, if you even just go to the T Nation archives, there is some real gold to be had there. And there's some stuff that's maybe less golden. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's when people start to drift into their own opinions and a little bit of bro science and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I mean, as far as the training side goes, because I guess, you know, that's more my strength side and training side is more my pocket on this show. It's, you know, it's, if anything's, if it's 30 days to this, whatever, I just don't even read it anymore. You know, I mean, it's not worth it. I mean, that's we'll go back to, let's say, Jim's book. You know, he's he's very clear and concrete right at the beginning. This has worked for me. may not work for you, but it's worked for me and the people I've, I've dealt with, and you better stick to it for three cycles to see, to see progress. And that's, you yeah. know, like, you know, you're talking at least three months, and then you're going to start to see progress and, and things like that. When people start talking to more concrete numbers like that, I mean, yeah, I guess you could do, I don't know, what. There's there's been several things. You can blow up your arms in a month or something. Sure, you go do ten sets of ten for freaking four days a week for a month. Yeah, you're going to have bigger arms. But, you know, I mean, that's 
that's not rocket science in, in my opinion. It's just uh, keep your BS radar open. If it sounds too good to tr- be true, it's probably too good to be true. And if you're looking for a training program, I mean, look who wrote it. And if it's good, you're gonna there's gonna be a lot of talk, and a lot of people have used it and had progress from it. Yeah, look for credentials. And again, I know we've said <laughs> this many times, but you know anybody who can they, they post a pretty big total or whatever it is, they become an instant expert. We've said this before. So you know things like are they actually at the front end of their field? Do they have yeah. a pedigree of working with good people? You know, well recognized people. Do they have degrees? I mean, these sorts of things do in fact matter. Um, and you know, experience in in competition plus degrees, this is a real good start. Yeah, um, and not just that. I mean, there's plenty of people out there that have, let's say, posted a good total themselves or been a bodybuilder themselves, and they're horrible at coaching other people. You know, one one of the things for me is okay, they've done this themselves. What have they done for other people? You know, have they helped anybody else? Achieve thing. Well, because they'll make the classic mistake <laughs> that know. I do it. I eat like this for a competition. Exactly. And, and so should you. Mm. So should you. And it's like, well, yeah. And that's. I don't even believe that in a lot of strength coaches. It's here's the one way to do it. You got to do it this way. And it's no. I mean, there's a reason why every. You know, I've got 15 lifters on my team. They'll be doing 15 different things. Well, and that's why let's they're all individuals. With the nutrition side, I don't know if it, I'd say it's it's more um, detailed. Or developed from like a, a licensed perspective, but the point is, don't reinvent the wheel. If you go to a guru, he's going to ask you a bunch of weird questions. There's a very specific series of things that you do in a nutrition appointment uh, that leads you through your diet history, your medical and you know um, surgical history. There's so many things, family history, uh, blood values. There's so many different things that, that are looked at that it's very comprehensive, and it's that way for a reason, yeah. right? So all these things come together in a very specific way for a reason. In, in sports nutrition, I treat that very similar to what I would do in a, in a clinical nutrition situation. You know what I mean? And yeah. a good strength coach is going to do that, too. They're not going to make up a bunch of hokey questions. You can't make up this stuff. When you make up questionnaires... They're not necessarily valid or reliable instruments um, to assess where someone is or to monitor them as they progress. Yeah. So these are very specific things that don't uh, need reinvented. They they could be updated and fixed, but the point is the guru wouldn't even know that. So they try to create this ridiculous little assessment um, or a, a program, and you know, it's not leading anywhere. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, and it's I don't know. I don't know if we can. It may be something that you have to live, you know, and you'll just start building your own BS radar. But I mean, those. I hopefully these are some good tips, you know. I mean, that uh, yeah, to help you out a bit. We should I put some know. funny, funny fake book photos on our Facebook page, like with realistic things, you know, like yeah, um, put five pounds on your deadlift in six months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see how many clicks they actually get. Yeah, yeah, oh God. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, and I don't know. I'm just. If you like forums, go for it. I'm not going to tell you not to. You know, if you want to try mine out, I'm not selling anybody on it. Go ahead. It's going to cost you five bucks. I'm not going to get rich off of it. And there's not, you know, we don't have 5,000 people there talking. But, you know, my thing is I just can't stand them anymore. There's so much. (laughs) There's just so much crap to sift through to find any. There's so much crap to sift through to find anything good anymore. You know, you'll post your training, you got 15 people telling you how horrible it is, or you post a video, and there's just, it's just a fight that's not worth it. I don't, 
I don't have anything to prove to anybody anymore. I mean, if you're if you're going to come in and please tell me, please tell me if you see something constructive that'll help me. But don't just come and nitpick about BS. It's the same thing, you know. Phil, with what I would done with like articles. I don't write as many as I used to, partly because, uh, well, I just don't have the time, but also because I, I'm not going to spend the next week uh, answering threaded messages after the article because, again, the, the website wants that because it keeps people in the store, yeah. so to speak. Um, and half the stuff that I'm responding to isn't even real. It's yeah. either a troll who's got some book out that disagrees with with mm-hmm. my you know my little literature review, or it's a plant from some other uh, I'm being tested or who knows what. And half of it's not even real. Yeah. And you're like, oh man. So your your real role as an author is not to pre- even provide the information, but to keep people in the store. Yeah. And that's I don't know. I mean, I'm I'll be the first person to tell you that. I love criticism. I love constructive criticism. You know, come tear my left apart if you can think you can help me. Right. You know, honestly. Because I know I'm not perfect. You know, I know a lot, but, you know, even I need a coach. (laughs) You know, there's a reason my people are watching me lift. Um, You know, I've I've, I've said it time and time again. The worst thing you can do, the worst thing I could do as a coach and walk in and every time my lifter made a lift, good job, you're doing good. I'm not helping them at all. That's right. You know, I'm always constantly telling people, Okay, that was good, but we need to do this. We need to do this. There's always something that, that needs to get better. And I gotta, you know, from day one, I have to instruct my clients that this is it's gonna be that way. And I'm not being an ass to you. No, it's trying to help you. Exactly, I'm trying to help you. And uh, you know, and there's gonna be a certain amount of, especially if you come to my gym, there's there's gonna be a certain amount of ribbing. And you know, we're gonna we all mess with each other, and that's part of the fun. You know, that's what I mentioned on the there was that comment on the site the other day on on the Facebook page. I was like. You know, it's going to happen because we're we're doing serious work in here in the gym, but you got to keep it a little light at the same time too. As long as the intent is goodwill, exactly. You know, we're all joking around. Yeah, as long as you're not be just just doing it to be an ass, then keep it to yourself. But um, yeah, I mean stuff like that. It's 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 good to rib on each other, and you know, hell, I mean, my wife tells me I got long chicken legs all the time too because I got these legs that are freaking. I measured the other day and put it on the site there. I have from hip to foot is 42 inches. From hip to shoulder is 21 inches. Nice. I mean, so sure, these long things are going to look, you know, they look skinny compared to my 21-inch torso that's, you know, blown out. But, you know, it's all in fun. Go with what you got. You know, my 42-inch long legs pick up a lot of weight. That's right. That's right. You know, it's a lot of fun. And, uh yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you can, like I was getting to, if you can stay in the forums, go for it. But just know that you, you got to realize 99% of the crap, there's crap. Because the people, most of the gurus that have the time to spend on there, they don't know much because they're just spending their time on a forum. Right. Ask yourself why they have that much time on their hands. Yeah. Yeah. Why does this person have 106,000 posts? Well, if they say if they if they say they're self-employed or they're a consultant or they own this or that fitness systems. And they're yeah, and they're doing that as much as they are. Then yeah. it's it's probably not a real successful brick and mortar kind of you know. Let's face it, a consultant can be everything from unemployed to making millions. Yeah. Or so, world renowned trainer that has never traveled out of Ohio. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not a it's not a credential in itself. Some of this yeah. stuff. You know, so. I mean, exactly. So, All right, you're out of time. Yeah, the, the the I'll just say one more thing. The best thing I think you can do is just contact people. That you think you trust, and most of them will talk to you. Sure, there might be a small fee, 
but it's going to be a lot more. You drive here to Kansas, you can drop in my gym and not get personal training. You can drop in and train with us for $10. Yeah. You know, we're right here. You know, it's real. It's a concrete facility. <laughs> so, I mean, the more of that stuff you can do, the better. A real Email community. Somebody. Yeah. Yeah, email the person. Uh, you know, a lot of people will talk to you. They'll give you some tips, you know. So just don't approach them as saying, uh, I need you to set me up with a program, eating and training yes. program, you know, okay, that's no. No, that's not acceptable. <laughs> not gonna exactly. But, I mean, there's a lot of people in this field that are great people, and they will help you um, if you approach it the right way. So, yeah. And save up your nickels and dimes and come visit me and Lonnie. Be one of the eight people. So we got to announce that really quick. There you go. Yeah, we, we should start doing Make sure we do that on the show. I, we're, we're so out to just, uh, you know, do gym talk and chit-chat and help people, then we, we forget some of this stuff. So, yeah, that's that's right. It would be awesome to get a small group, small, manageable group, yep. uh, and I guarantee you'll walk away with something you didn't have when you started. Yeah, so me and Lonnie's goal is we will announce the date and everything in two weeks. There you go. There you go. That gives us time to do it. I didn't want to say like tomorrow because it won't happen. So until next week, everybody. Iron Radio is accepting donations. If you like what we do, the professors, the scientists, the bodybuilding show promoters, the athletes themselves in powerlifting and bodybuilding, um, Please consider making a donation or maybe buying something from the ironradio.org uh, store. Uh, we also are accepting supporting members. So for $4 a month, which is frankly less than the bank sneaks out of your account in fees, you can step up and support a form of sort of public radio for the bodybuilding and powerlifting and strength community. Hey, IronRadio.org listeners, this is Lonnie Lowry, and I'm just bringing you a sneak peek only for Iron Radio listeners at this point. If you Google CRC Press, Lowry, L-O-W-E-R-Y, and Protein, you can be some of the first people on the planet to see this book. It's specifically for strength athletes, everything on the safety of high-protein diets, the efficacy, the dosing, the types practical applications and case studies. This is a textbook. It's not what I would call an industry book. This is not pseudoscience. This is the state of the art science. And if someone wants to critique you on your extra protein intake, this will be something you can hold up and say, this is what the literature says about stressed kidneys or bone loss or gout or dehydration or increased muscle mass over time or leanness or what types are best. This is the ultimate source in one place. Little disclosure here. I do make a single digit percentage of royalties on this book. It's such a low amount, however. Obviously, I haven't done it for that purpose. I did it because, like you, I want to have something I can hold up in one place that's modern literature instead of what a, perhaps a health educator might tell you about the benefits and the potential concerns, if there are any, on ample protein diets specific to a population like ours. Thank you. The Iron Radio Podcast and all of the audio on ironradio.org is for informational purposes only. If you're interested in starting a diet or exercise program, it's important to check with your physician. Also seek the help of registered dietitians, athletic trainers, and qualified exercise physiologists in order to make the progress that you need.